Welcome back to KSCJ Radio, 1360 AM, 94.9 FM in Sioux City, Iowa. I'm Brian Vikulskis, and this is Having Read That, conversations with authors about their books. My guest is Jennifer Eastwood. She is the senior editor of Disney Editions, and she's here to talk about four new wonderful releases from Disney on the book side of things. There's, well, there's actually four books here. There's uh, uh, The Story of Disney, 100 Years of Wonder, the official Walt Disney quote book, Walt Disney, an American Original Commemorative Edition, and Art of Coloring, Disney 100 Years of Wonder. Jennifer, I have to ask, somebody who is the uh, senior editor of Disney Editions, for a company that's been so creative for the last century, where do you even start to try to put out something new that nobody's done before? Well, we ranked the Walt Disney Archives, and that is a team that is so passionate about preserving and sharing Disney history, and we said, what would you want? to see, because you live and breathe this every day, how are you going to want to share this with the world? Um, And they told us about their exhibit that they were putting together, so it's Disney 100, the exhibition, Um, it's in Philadelphia right now, and it's then going to travel, and they said what they didn't want to do with that exhibit was make it a linear story, decade by decade. They wanted to tell it from the point of view of Walt Disney. What were the beats that were very important to him, and what were the special things that that really drove his success and make each of those a room in the exhibition, which turned into a chapter in our book, um, and really back up past and present examples then within that one theme. Um, So I truly love the structure of this because it really just gets at the heart of storytelling where you can jump from a story in the 1920s to a story that's happening right now and make that connection for people on a topical level. What I thought of it as I made my way through these books is the Disney history, you can't really look at it linear because so much of what happens today is reflective of what happened 50 years ago, 75 years ago. And so as you get the perspective you and you go through the archives, and I assume archives are kept in a chronological order, but as you go through them, do you really get a different sense when you when you look at the Disney picture as a whole versus if you'd started with the, the choo-choo train with with uh, Mickey Mouse for the back in the old black and white cartoon? I think you do because, again, why, why do we even care to pick up a coffee table book about Disney? It's because at, on some level it's, it's really personal to us, right? It really resonates with us and it piques our interest and that's because of what's happening today in our lives. So to then say, okay, so... The fact that you care about the things today, would you like to know that what influenced them, that, that built and built and built upon each other to get it to this place? And I think that's the beauty of, of all history and, and specifically Disney history. Something I also appreciate about Disney, I'm not a theme park guy, but I like several of the movies, and then there's several of the movies that didn't speak to me at all, and so do you find that as the people that are part of the creative team, there's some people that would have nothing to do with one aspect of Disney because it just isn't their thing, but something else, they live and breathe in it, and it's something so special to them. How does that work on the creative team? Well, I think that that you've nailed it by saying creative team. I think that's why we made this decision to say, let's not make Let's not just pick one author and have it be one author's voice. Let's really make this a collaborative effort um, and bring in so many different voices to pull this together because you're right, different people will have different passions, different people will have different expertise, and it's true the bringing in the kaleidoscope of everything together that gets you to focus in on something lovely and, and 
that way there's an entry point for everybody because I guarantee that within our realm of all the authors and all of the staff of the Walt Disney Archives, there's somebody reflective of you in that Disney love. Something else I thought about as I read this is one of my favorite movies. I, I saw it in the theater when I was a kid, and it was a obviously a re-release, but it was the Song of the South. And I know looking through that from the lens of 2023 or even 1993 or 2003, uh, it's it wasn't a movie that held up to its times just from a pure sociological standpoint. But the story was beautiful, the music was beautiful, and there's a lot of memorable characters in there. And so would this have been a different book had it been written 50 years ago to to look back? I mean, how do you how do you take yourself out of the lens of the time it was released and put it in the lens of today? So, for something like that, we, we made the choice to say, because this is not a linear book, it's, it's not the encyclopedia textbook that has everything, so not everything is going to get talked about. So, we always came back to, what is the heart of the chapter that we're telling the story? If, if it's about innovation, and it's about the fact that Walt could beautifully mix live action acting with animation and, and produce it in a, a musical sort of way. Um, what is the best example that we can tell that story with? Um, so, that, so that is how we always came back to picking and choosing, well, what's, what's the film or what's the attraction that we're going to feature in here? What, why, why will it support... Um, our overall example of what we're trying to convey about Walt's passion. I am chatting with Jennifer Eastwood, the senior editor of Disney Editions, and there's four new books that are coming out, coffee table books essentially, that are coming out to celebrate the 100 years of Disney. And, you know, one of our famous sons from Sioux City is Ron Clements, who was involved in several Disney productions over the years, along with, I believe, his partner is Alan Menken. But they, they put together so many things. And as I read this book, I couldn't help but hearkening back to the, the, the artists of old who used to have to draw these things cell by cell and line by line before computers. And is it just daunting to look back and see all the work that had to have gone into this to, to get this off the ground years ago? Because to sit and draw Mickey Mouse a thousand times for a show just is, it's overwhelming to me to even think about. It really is. And I think that's one of the beauties of Walt's story and the company's story to say it did get overwhelming and at, at various points in, throughout the story. And what Walt always did at every moment that that was true is take a moment to assess the situation and say, okay, what other resources do I need? What other people do I need who are going to bring specific talents to make this easier and manageable? And, and how do I collect a team to make that happen? Um, one of my favorite quotes in the quote book is, no man alone can do very much of consequence without the help of others. And I think that's the backbone of Walt's philosophy, that he knew he needed people who could, who could bring their specialty to the situation to make a daunting task actually come true. Well, it's just an amazing story, and you could have put out 100 books to celebrate the 100 years of Disney and probably still not cover everything. These uh, these books are available everywhere, and you can get them. There's uh, the story of Disney, 100 Years of Wonder, the official Walt Disney quote book, Walt Disney, an American original commemorative edition, and Art of Coloring, Disney, 100 Years of Wonder. It's an amazing collection. And uh, Jennifer Eastwood, the senior editor for Disney Editions, I thank you for joining me to talk about them. Thank you so much. This has been Having Read That on KSCJ Radio. I'm Brian Vakalskis. 
check out all of our episodes on our website, kscj.com, and subscribe to our iTunes podcast. Thanks to music historian Molly Jolly and segment producer John Weasler. We will be back next time. Thank you.